Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tiantian with your market view. Now, today we're going to be talking all about startups in Singapore and what government agencies are doing to attract more of them into the country. Now, according to data from Enterprise Singapore, funding activities have increased exponentially to reach $14.7 billion last year, growing at a pace of more than 45% per annum between 2017 and 2021. And for the first half of this year alone, funding has reached $8.18 billion, up 54% from the same period last year. But despite the healthy figures, Enterprise Singapore warned last week of a weakening environment for startup fundraising. So what is it doing in the meantime to spur more investments and grow the startup scene? Now for more, let's speak to Lim Xiaohui, Director of Startup Development at Enterprise Singapore. Hi, Xiaohui, are you there? Hi, Tian Tian. Hi, Xiaohui, great to have you on our show. And, uh, Thank to, you. Well, thanks. And to get us started, share with us a little bit more. What are the reasons driving Singapore's attractiveness and what is Enterprise Singapore doing? to attract startups for the moment. Thank you, Tian um, Firstly, thank you for inviting Enterprise uh, Singapore on this show. Um, maybe a quick introduction uh, from my end to help set the context sure. on uh, why we do what we do. A uh, quick introduction of Enterprise SG. And our mission is to grow stronger Singapore enterprises by building capabilities uh, and help them to assess global opportunities so that they can create good jobs. Uh, for Singaporeans, right? Uh, and startup is a very key segment uh, of the Singapore enterprises uh, because, you know, they are drivers of innovation for the economy. And therefore, uh, we do have uh, quite a bit of resources that we put into in order to grow the startups uh, that are based in Singapore. Um, so the reason, you know, your question, the reason for Singapore's attractiveness, uh, I guess Singapore has a strong environment uh, that is conducive for businesses. Uh, we are also supported by many, um, we call it the pro-business policies. Right. And also we have a stable regulatory environment. Uh, and Singapore is also internationally renowned as one of the world's uh, easiest places to do business. And uh, we are quite lucky. We are situated in the heart of Asia, right? Uh, mm. One of the fastest growing uh, areas in the region. Um, we have a growing middle-class demographic uh, in Southeast Asia and that's increasingly uh, becoming very tech-savvy. So we're very well-placed overall, uh, to serve as a launchpad for innovative startups. Um, so from a startup lens, we in Singapore, we have seen that we have consistently been quite uh, attractive. Um, mm-hmm. Some of these global uh, publications, such as the Global Innovation Index in 2022, have ranked Singapore as seven. Uh, the Startup Blink uh, Global Startup Ecosystem Index in 2022 has also ranked Singapore as seven. Right. So having a vibrant startup ecosystem also increased the attractiveness of uh, Singapore for business investments. So that's, that's very important for us to also rejuvenate, rejuvenate the existing mm. uh, industry. Right. So that's why Singapore, for Enterprise SG, uh, we, 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 uh, we rolled out and uh, we continue to maintain a suite of support under the Startup SG umbrella mm. uh, to grow our Singapore startup ecosystem. But I also want to emphasize also that, um, that we have a good mix of both local and uh, global entrepreneurs here, right? Uh, because you talk about uh, attracting startups, but we also uh, not just attract international startups, but we also place a lot of effort to nurture homegrown ones uh, from our various uh, support. Uh, so, for example, uh, we have a support program called the Startup SG Founder, where first-time founders are matched mm. to mentors and given a bit of this pre-seed grant to help them to build their innovative ideas. 
uh, into commercializable businesses. And we have seen over the years, uh, from uh, as of uh, June uh, 2022 this year, we've seen the number of startups supported through Startup SG Founder uh, reaching close to about 480. So it shows that there has been uh, quite uh, encouraging numbers in terms of local uh, Singaporeans wanting to come out and start companies as well. Right. So we talk about venture funding and Singapore startups reaching $8.18 billion in the first half of this year. Any particular explanation for that robust growth amid the current economic environment? Well, I think as a small and open economy, our startup ecosystem is not exactly immune to the global headwind. Mm. Um, but I guess we were quite lucky that we were cushioned against hard landing because uh, we had years of investments into uh, the ecosystem. And that includes a strong partnership with, uh, uh, from a public-private uh, standpoint uh, that supported our startup. Uh, and therefore, our startup ecosystem are able to, ecosystem partners are able to continue supporting the startups even on the onset of the COVID. Um, but I think we will all agree also, right, that uh, the pandemic also in general has created sort of like a window of opportunity for companies that have very strong innovative solutions and are resilient. So, for example, right in Singapore, when uh, the safe management measures kicked in and the work-from-home requirements kicked in, uh, this situation accelerated the pace of digitalization, right? And many people start to work from home. Digital technology tools become a mainstay, right, in most places. Uh, and that drove up the demand for digital solutions. So, this serves as a, sort of like a window of opportunities for startups who can I'm then sure, provide yeah. an innovative solution, right, to disrupt. Now, uh, your question about in terms of investment, venture investment, yes, uh, we've seen that the latest numbers from the first three quarters of this year have shown a slight slowdown uh, in terms of the amount of venture investment. And this could be because investors are becoming more cautious, especially, we noted that, especially for the later stages ones, which are holding back. But, um, you know, we, we also noticed also that the early stage funding uh, has somewhat maintained a strong trajectory upwards. Just to rattle off a few numbers, I think you have mentioned it earlier as mm. well, right? You saw in the early stage investments out of the house up to at least Series B, an uptick uh, to reach uh, 5.5 billion uh, Sing dollars in the first nine months, right? And this is an increase of 14% by volume and actually 45% by value compared to the same period last year. So while the quantum, overall quantum is lesser, right? It's indeed a challenging time, we recognize that. But I think that the early stage side, we uh, see that as an uptick. So coming back to your question again, other ways in which you know we are looking at to spur funding activities. So Enterprise Singapore, we continue to uh, catalyze investments into startups through our vehicles, like Seeds Capital, mm-hmm. uh, and also the other fund partner that we have, SG Innovate. So jointly right. through our startup SG Equity program, they have co-invested uh, over $23 million across mm-hmm. 26 startups so far, uh, which correspondingly drew in about $128 million of uh, private capital money. Sure. Of course, the other ways in which we continue to make sure that uh, funding, we grow the funding for startups uh, is to look at connecting startups with uh, partners through Startup SG Network. We also organize monthly Deal Friday session, which is a deal, mm. deal-making platform. Uh, and uh, beyond funding also, there are other Startup SG programs designed to provide all this critical mentorship and venture right. building support to help founders every step of the way. Yeah. I'm sure. And uh well, Xiaohui, uh, let's talk about a startup competition you've recently concluded, Slingshot. Right. So yeah. what is next for Enterprise Singapore after the competition? How are you getting the finalists to grow in Singapore right now? I thought to make a point that Slingshot is not just for foreign startup. Uh, mm. In fact, in several years, we have seen Singaporean startups right. that have won the grand finals, such as Alchemy Food Tech and uh, Echo.ai. Even last year's winner, Quantum Site, uh, a biotech startup that started in the US, right, has a management team that are made out of Singaporeans. 
So this year, no different with Singapore-based startup that I won. Uh, and this year marks the sixth edition of our Slingshot. Uh, this is a deep tech startup competition uh, in Asia uh, mm. that reaches out to all the global startups to come in. And we have intention to further engage these startups uh, over a prolonged period of time. So while the pitching process started months ago together at the finals that was held last week, uh, we provided the platform for them to showcase uh, mm. ecosystem partners like the corporates, the industry veterans and the investors. Mm, I see. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Lin Xiaohui, Director of Startup Development at Enterprise Singapore. Now, in the meantime, uh, Xiaohui, I'd like to shift our focus at helping startups achieve a unicorn status. Now, four unicorns have been minted in Singapore this year. We're talking about mm. companies valued at $1 billion US dollars and above, but it's down mm. from 11 minted in 2021. So, what mm. is Enterprise Singapore doing to raise that number? Well, I would say that success looks different for every for for everyone. Uh, well, some think that you know it is important to reach a status where you know the company's valuation is more than a billion. For others, I think building a sustainable businesses that profit that is profitable is a more viable way to grow. Right. So, I just want to emphasize that you know we don't just focus on a single economic matrix of growth. Uh, mm-hmm. There are actually many matrix of growth beyond valuation, such as profitability, scalability. Right. So, enterprise Singapore, we are here to help. Uh, all the companies who want to grow. Uh, there's no one-size-fits-all solutions as well. So we want to ensure that we adopt the right approach to attract you know, talent, investors and entrepreneurs to Singapore and use our ecosystem as a, as a way to uh, grow, uh, whether or not you are unicorn. Right. And Xiaowei, in the meantime, I'd like to sort of wrap up by looking at helping Singapore startups grow in international markets. Now, on that note, Enterprise Singapore, you recently launched programs in Abu Dhabi and Seoul to help firms expand Mm. into these markets. So tell us more about the programs and the opportunities you see in Abu Dhabi and Seoul in particular. Yeah. So Singapore is a very small market, as we all know. Uh, And then therefore, companies, they must uh, grow their overseas market presence in order to be globally competitive. And our Global Innovation Alliance, uh, GIA, is an effort to help innovative firms to do this. So you mentioned about Abu Dhabi. That's our note in Abu Dhabi that uh, actually is the first Mm. in the Middle East region. Uh, And Abu Dhabi is a gateway to uh, the UAE and other high-growth economies Mm. in the Middle Middle East. So Singapore can now tap on uh, these emerging opportunities such as uh, you know, in urban mobility, transport and logistics sectors uh, through our GIA partners. Yeah. Right. So at the same time, uh, we also have in store, right? Uh, Singapore companies have seen uh, strong interest in overseas expansion to South Korea with more than, actually in our pilot run, more than 60, 60 applications have been received. So South Korea is also increasingly transiting towards a digital and a sustainable green economy, mm. right? And this has sort of attracted uh, global brands wanting to test and refine their products there. So similarly, we then set up these GIA notes uh, to help our startups and our tech firms to be able to assess the opportunities in these markets. Right, Xiaowei, I only have about 30 seconds left, but I really want to ask this. Venture Builders Singapore Deep Tech Alliance has entered into mm. a partnership with Enterprise Singapore to speed up the pace of bringing nascent technologies to market. Uh, could you share a bit more about the partnership and how both sides aim to support each other? Yeah, uh, thanks for bringing that up. So this is part of our strategy to further strengthen our support for the deep tech startups in Singapore. And you know, it's not so straightforward because for deep tech startups, they have long gestation period, they need patient capital. Mm. So we do that, we grow the deep tech startup by partnering with venture builders and accelerators such as SCTA to catalyze the growth of these startups. Now, for SCTA, it's a, it's, a, it's a nine-month program. They focus on recruiting experienced individuals who want to build companies 
uh, with a positive impact to the environment. So we work with them and we plug them into our partner networks in Startup SG mm. uh, to help these teams to be able to accelerate their product development. Right, very exciting times indeed. Thanks very much, Xiaohui. That was Lim Xiaohui, Director of Startup Development at Enterprise Singapore. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.